What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger number 433 here on Thursday, February 2nd. Mr. Producer, fixing your errors on the fly. That's not the day. That's not right. We're in the future. We're recording from the future. It is Groundhog Day, so maybe we're uh, what's. Remember when he puts the toaster in the toilet to reset the. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, Or the toaster in the bathtub. Yeah, the bathtub. bathtub. All right, so. Six more weeks of winter. Yeah, even though we really haven't had winter per se. Yeah. But. um, All right. Biggest news of the day. Yesterday, uh, the FBI searched another one of Joe Biden's properties, this time the Rehoboth Beach uh, house, which is really a mansion, by the way. Did you see oh, pictures of that I thing? I know. It's ridiculous. It's kind of like when the, the world's like, we went to our summer our, – our, our cottage. Our cottage yeah. in the country, and it's like – it's, it's like Mark Cuban's house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they said that they found no additional documents, but who Oh, knows? are you kidding me? They're not doing shit, man. Apparently, also, the FBI searched Pence's house today. Oh, okay. Um, so, I guess they got the memo after it was clear that there was a double standard. They're like, oh, well, maybe we should send a couple teams out just to make it yeah, look good, you know? Yeah. Um, but apparently, there's still an outstanding trove of files that Biden has kept at the University of Delaware. Yep, and that, you know that they are dragging their feet over. So I don't. Uh, I I think this whole this whole thing's just. It's, you know what? It's a circus. You know what? It is. Two other past administrations that we we haven't really heard anything about. Mm. Obama, right, and the Clintons. Oh my God! That you kidding me? That that the Clinton House is the 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 wallpaper is probably classified documents. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, you know, I'm sure since they're both better groups of political operators i'm sure that oh, after yeah, this news yeah, broke yeah they scoured and anything yeah. they found they burned or they <laughs> leaned and you know i know secrets and yeah i'll leak those secrets it's kind of like uh what's that what's his name forrest whitaker and street kings the reason why no mm-hmm. one goes after him is because he knows all the dirt of, of, from the people in the city <laughs> uh what's interesting to me Walls full did of you did you write this story today the national archives no that was spencer yeah but they, do you know the details yeah basically yeah. uh you know they were like oh yeah we knew about this but we were ordered to keep quiet yeah <laughs> i'm like okay you were ordered to keep quiet okay by who yeah and if this had happened during trump Oh my God! Impeachment. Oh, absolutely. We'll be talking impeachment. Absolutely, and this and this dovetails off of the whole, you know, the FBI saying, "Oh yeah, you know, before the midterms, we, you know, searched the UPenn offices." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> and uh, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer um, is looking into this and and diving deep on it. And as he notes, there's only two people that could have given those orders, and that's yeah. either Attorney General Merrick Garland <gasps> uh, or Joe Biden. So, we'll see. It was probably Joe Biden who's going to make Merrick Garland fall on the sword. Yeah. <laughs> um, another interesting development in the Biden crime syndicate world, uh, and this happened last night. Remember they said, first it was, oh, the, the Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. Yeah. yeah that was the that. first iteration, was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Then that fell apart, and they're like, okay, maybe it's not Russian disinformation, but there's no proof that it's his, and everybody's like, uh... Are you kidding me? What? Yeah. Now, they say, anybody that distributed these materials should be prosecuted, right? And it was Hunter Biden's lawyers who sent these letters. Oh, my God. So, you know, through... 
you know, just common sense, right? We'd say, oh, well, that's Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, after all these news stories ran, the lawyers come out and say, no, 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 no. We're not admitting that it's Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, You know, I actually think that by them saying this, I think that they're very concerned that this uh, assistant U.S. attorney in Delaware is going to bring charges. Mm. So I think that that's going to be an interesting development. Mm. And, uh, you know, anybody that's listened knows that I think that that is one of the things, the primary things that could keep Joe Biden from running again is if Hunter yeah. is and gets into serious legal jeopardy. Well, because, rest, rest in peace, Hunter. Because then I think what happens is Joe decides not to run again. Yeah. And then he pardons him. Yeah. So, or he, you know, has an accident. Uh, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, these, you know, when people overdose, you know, it's terrible when they oh relapse. And, you know, he was found with a needle in his arm and everything. Very sad. Very sad when that happens. That would be like, uh, what's that movie? Well, like um, House of Cards. He did yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> Carbon Monoxide. Yeah. But also there's a movie like that. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm Enemy not... of the State? Yeah. 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 What they, they, the, the congressman yeah. who wouldn't sign off on the on the, on the the bill so they, the NSA kills him. Yep. That movie turned out to be very prophetic. It really regarding, was. Yeah. Regarding like all this shit. Here. And it's a great movie too. It Gene is. Hackman, Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, Will Smith and John Voight. John Voight's car. Yeah, John Voight. Yeah. yeah. I forgot he's in it. All right, what else do we got going on here? Uh, State of the Union is next week. The State of the Union is not good. Um, inflation is still not under control. The federal- I'm just I'm just prepared for the economic renaissance uh, fake news that we're gonna hear because that's gonna be you know the core of the speech. Oh yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah. gonna be how he's like you know done all these great things. Mm-hmm. But well, they're already lying about the like employment numbers. Also, we get uh, unemployment numbers tomorrow. I'm sure those yeah. those will be cooked as usual. And be skeptical of all of these uh, corporations and their earnings reports because they're cutting, they're <laughs> they're laying off a horde of people just so they can you know cook the books and show that they had a profitable quarter. Well, so the market today that might be a earlier today yeah. was way up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, we're not going to go into a recession. Things are great." Yeah. And then two of the largest companies in the world, both Amazon and Apple, well, three of them, and yeah. uh, Google, which Alphabet Corporation, yeah, reported earnings, and all of them sucked. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. yeah. So I think Amazon's at its worst uh, earnings at at in like I think over 10 years Apple had right? their, Apple just had their first earnings miss since 2016. Yeah, okay. So, so close to Um I mean I think Amazon's going to what? They're going to shed 17,000 jobs. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more layoffs after this, yeah. but also like that was because they overhired too. I mean, it's yeah, just like yeah. tech is undergoing kind of a transformation. A reset, right man. It's a yeah. reset, the great reset. But you know, they raised interest rates again yesterday. Uh, inflation is not looking good. You know, the GDP report came out and everyone's like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, not if you actually look at the data underneath the top line number. And Joe Biden announced that today his top economic advisor, Brian Deese, who I've long said is a fucking moron and had no business being. Um, Did he get fired or was it just the gig is up? I think that he's, he's leaving because of Klain. I think him and Klain were uh, were buddies. Oh, okay. But 
Because usually these guys don't last more than two years, but... Yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, but... But it kind of sounds like he was forced. Like, you know what? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. You're a package deal. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So he's gone, but I've always thought that he's a moron. But well, the he's problem the, is... He's, yeah, he's the one that tried to, to change the whole definition of a recession. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I also I also am worried who they're going to replace him with. That's not... Well, you, you, know, know, you know it's going to be like a, tr- a neo-Trotskyite, you know, mm-hmm. crazy person. It always can get worse. So It might be... Uh, who was that? What was that nominee that wanted to get rid of central banking? Oh, God. Um, the tr- the Was it the... Yeah, oh, she had God. some fucking Russian name. Yeah. I forget what it was. And then she was all about, like, I'm a capitalist. And, like, wait a minute. Oh, Throughout college, you that. wrote about, like, hardcore communism. Why can't I remember her name? Saul Omarova. Yeah, Omarova. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Chic. Ooh, dude. And we'll see. So, you know, like you said, the State of the Union is going to be filled with lies. We'll, of course, uh, expose all of those at townhall.com and have full coverage of the State of the Union next week. Republicans select Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Arkansas governor, uh, to deliver the GOP response. So I think that that... Uh, okay, so she's not, she's not going to run for president. <laughs> Well, we we knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like usually people who do that, it's like the it's a disaster. It's the yeah. killer. It's the killer. But I, mean, I actually think that she could Bill be really Clinton. Good. I think is the only person who survived that curse. Yeah, <laughs> I think that she could actually be really good at it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because traditionally they usually end up sucking, but I think that Ugh. she's got the chops to be able to do it. So. Yeah. Oh, what else is going up on the hill? Uh, Ilhan Omar formally loses her committee assignment oh. on foreign affairs. Could be because she's a terrorist. Um, you know, just thinking outside the box there. Yeah. Uh, the House voting in full to remove her. And, you know, we, we said that this should happen, it should and happen. it did. It did. Speaker yeah. McCarthy did the job there. Yeah. Of course, Ilhan Omar was crying on the floor. Here's a clip. I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice. And my leadership and voice will not be diminished. If I am not on this committee for one term, my voice will get louder and stronger and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. That's really sad. Yeah. And other news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, and, and Speaker Kevin McCarthy had a good fiery response to criticism from the liberal uh, propagandist reporters up on the Hill, which, by the way, when he does press conferences... It really exposes just how liberal these Hill reporters are. Oh, it's bad. It's like... It's bad. It's They're ridiculous. like arguing on behalf of the Democrats yeah. with him. I'm like, yeah. that's not how this is supposed to be. Yeah. Take a listen. Democrats are arguing that the difference between last Congress when they voted those Republicans off committees and Omar during this vote is that there's a lack of accountability because they say that you specifically have not condemned Marjorie Taylor Greene or Paul Gosar. What is your reaction to that? They're totally wrong. I can't even believe you've asked that question. Think what you just asked what they said, that somehow there's every single Democrat voted to remove Marjorie Greene on something she said before she ever came to Congress. So they wanted to override what the American people in her district decided. Then they removed Gozar from every single place. And what did we see when Congress reconvened right now? Gosar and AOC sitting together having a great conversation. Now they get upset. They want to fight really hard to keep a member of their conference who had a relationship with a Chinese spy on the Intel Committee. I can't believe you defend or even ask the question. I can't believe they would even defend that. Then they want to defend Schiff, 
who lied to the American public. Then they want to defend Omar. I'm not removing I'm not removing any of them from all committees like they did. They cheered when they did that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost yeah. as bad as as sports media now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, for, for, I, I forget. I saw. I think it was a tennis player. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is tennis. The hell is this? What the hell are these questions about? You know, all the shit. Well, earlier today, you know, the whole George Santos thing is going on still, and earlier today he was being, of course, chased by a gaggle of reporters, and. He was kind of assaulted, to be honest. With you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Manu he, Raju. He saw that part before he reached the the front the car the passenger door. Yeah. He was pretty much assaulted. Well, no, that was yesterday. Oh, yes. Oh, this it happened today, again. Oh, yeah. Jesus. It, he can't go anywhere without them That's chasing true. him, oh, yeah, which is true. you know a little ridiculous. But uh, so basically, it's, it's that Chick Fil A. That's why. Manu Raju. <laughs> he needs to stop putting Chick Fil A outside his office. Manu Raju literally point blank says. Shouldn't you resign? I'm like, what kind of question is that as a reporter? Yeah. You know, and I use air quote, yeah. reporter. Where's the crime? But, well, no, the, I, Remember, I mean, the man has not been charged with any crimes yet. But, but I mean, just from a strictly, you know, journalistic standpoint. Oh, uh, yeah, right? yeah. No, right? Uh, yeah. These are supposed to be journalists, yeah. not, you know, agents of the left. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know, there, there's a way to phrase that that yeah. can be asked as a question, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Congressman, what, what's your response to calls yeah. for that those say you should resign? Yeah. Right? What do not you, shouldn't should you, you resign? resign? I know, yeah. Yeah. Not should, shouldn't. Yeah. You know, he's inferring yeah. that the default should be yeah. you should resign. I'm like, what the fuck? Um and Manu Raju, who's a midget, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, if he's been a leftist piece of shit up on the hill forever. The only real good Hill reporter is uh, MJ Lee. Um Who's that? I don't know who that she, is. She's a reporter. For, for Fox? No, for CNN. Oh. Um, Chad Pergram. He's the only oh, one I trust. Oh, for Fox? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the Chad's only one bad. I trust. Uh, the rest of them... I don't know how that man uh, stays awake. I yeah, think I think you know, he right? has... I think he probably has... I think he rents a little corner mm-hmm. on the hill because he never leaves. <laughs> and so uh, they went... You know, the left went full meltdown after this. Did you write about this? No, that was it? Katie. Oh, Katie wrote about this? Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, i got a couple clips here. Uh, Rashida Tlaib, you know, of course, her, her terrorist pal yeah, yeah, yeah. who loves the terrorists that attack Israel. Ilhan Omar, of course, saying some people did something referring to 9-11. Rashida Tlaib, of course, fucking flipped out on the floor. Yeah. Roll yeah. that clip. The GOP is now doing what it is best at. Weaponizing hate against a black, beautiful Muslim woman. Congresswoman Omar's lived experience as a refugee and a child of survivor of war should be welcomed on this committee. It is needed. When you can't pass any bills that actually improve the people's lives, they turn to Congress, they turn Congress into a place of fear-mongering hate. It is so painful to watch. Yeah, yeah. tough shit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Tough and shit. Then, and then uh, AOC went full Rosie Perez on the House floor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hand motions were just outrageous. Yeah, just I don't know if you could tell when just listening to this, but I mean, she was like she was flailing. On it was, it was ridiculous. Roll that clip. As 
as also as a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 has been the targeting and racism against Muslim Americans throughout the United States of America. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an a, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. And if you haven't seen the video of that clip, it's it's great. You, you should watch it. Kevin Kevin clipped it. It's on the, it's on the town hall. It's yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. All of them are on the. <laughs> you know, we said. Listen, we said back this is when it happened. We said back when they removed MTG and Paul Gosar that this was coming. You're gonna get a taste of your own medicine, and here it is. So I just love the whole uh, when AOC was like, "This is a, this isn't a this is about uh, targeting women of color." Mm -hmm. I'm like, of "Okay, course. of course, yeah. of course." Also, like, I mean, just like <laughs> the narrative that fell apart on the white supremacist black police officers. Oh yeah, the Clayton Bigsby's down in uh, Memphis, um, because of course you know the the body cam video, everybody was appalled by those actions which of course you know were terrible but all the officers were black so it didn't fit the left's narrative but they still forge ahead with the narrative yeah but it's i mean instead of uh it, it doesn't resonate as much well of course but you know they 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 wish that those cops yeah. were white of course oh, yeah. but you know whoopi goldberg on on the view uh, which is just trash at this point yeah especially now that their so-called conservative is uh, Alyssa Farrah Griffin, who was a notorious traitor yeah. inside of the Trump administration, yep. she's a fucking Democrat, and she supposedly is their conservative. I mean, she's more liberal than Meghan McCain yeah. ever was, yeah. um, and she goes on there consistently. Elizabeth Hasselbeck was the only real conservative. Her and Jedediah Bila. Yeah. But those two were too smart, I guess, for the the, the, the view, so they got rid of them. So well, Alyssa, Alyssa Farrah Griffin goes on there and bashes DeSantis, bashes Trump. Bashes any Republican, yeah. basically. She has, she has to earn her paycheck, But she's man. supposed to be the so-called conservative on this show. But Whoopi Goldberg said, uh, well, why don't you just take a listen to what Whoopi Goldberg said. When will the brutality finally lead to some police reform from the ground up? Because clearly, it doesn't matter if it's a white policeman or a black policeman. It is a problem in the police, in the policing yes. itself. You know, seems things don't seem to make sense to people unless it's somebody they can feel or they can recognize. Mm -hmm. But how many times do we have to, do we need to see white people also get beaten before anybody will do anything? I'm not suggesting that. So don't write us and tell me what a, you know, what a racist I am. Hmm. Mm. Could you imagine if uh, mm. the races were flipped on that one? Yeah, no. Yeah. Hmm. Wouldn't, that wouldn't get away so quickly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think a bunch of blacks need to be beaten. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what she said. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah. How can you say this on TV? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
you know? And also, whites do get beaten by the police. A lot. Mm-hmm. And they get shot. A lot. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Believe me, the, the stats on this are yeah. not uh, in favor And of almost her. all of them are... By the way, almost all of them are justifiable. They're either armed or whatever, so... But... but that that's besides right, and the of point. Course, that's that's besides the point. Of course, there's room to have a conversation about you know certain things with police situations getting out of hand. But yeah. overall, the ninety you know nine percent of police encounters occur as they should. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and perhaps maybe if the left didn't attack cops so much and demonize them and encourage violence against the police through. You know, the BLM riots yeah. and all the George yeah. Floyd bullshit. We wouldn't have shootings like at the uh, Potomac Metro Station yesterday. Well, yeah. I mean, you saw that, right? Yeah. Three people got fucking shot. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, the crime is out of control in this country. Yeah. Police are a target, and uh, record numbers of police are being beaten, assaulted, shot at, killed. Um, so, you know, I think there, you could have a conversation, but you also need to talk about that. And of course, they won't want to talk about that. Yesterday was the funeral of of, uh, of Tyree Nichols, and of course the left and Al Sharpton used that as a prime race baiting opportunity. And my other question was, why the fuck was that even televised? Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Well, because he was there. That's why it was televised. Well, yeah, but like, among among other things, you know, I mean, totally inappropriate. I know. It's totally ridiculous. I know. Kind of like when, uh, and this is a long time ago, like, uh, there was a senator, um, Paul Wellstone, mm-hmm. he died in a plane crash in 2002. That was also another televised funeral, mm-hmm. which devolved into, like, a political event. Yeah. And it was very unseemly. Very unseemly. The guy's daughter also died in that plane crash. It's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he was a public figure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, I, know, I, know I know. Um. That's why when those guys go down there, it doesn't help anything. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, honestly. Uh, this story is a little bit of a local story, but it's becoming yeah. a national story yeah. now. You wrote about yeah. it. Tell us what happened at the Smithsonian. Yeah, they, they while, yeah. while Matt explains this, keep in mind, this is a federal facility yep. funded by, by taxpayers. Yes, it is. All right, so basically, long story short, a bunch of Catholic high school students decided to go to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum. Where have we Museum, heard that one before? Right? Yeah, because it's awesome. The museum is great. But they're wearing pro-life beanies because mm-hmm. it's been cold here. Mm-hmm. And they were mocked and then asked to leave the premises because it was a quote-unquote neutral zone, mm-hmm. as told by the staffers. Yeah. I mean, what do you – they're from they're, – they're Catholic high school students. What, 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 I mean, it's, it's not like a secret regarding what the, the church's position on this issue is. There's no dress code. We fund it. And uh, luckily, the Smithsonian kind of like admitted that they fucked up and there's been a retraining mm-hmm. because it's absolutely Well, the security guard is paid for by taxpayer yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. But still, it does, that doesn't – it's outrageous. Well, here's the thing. They're going to get sued. Oh, sure. absolutely. They uh, should be sued. I think the ACLJ is going to step in here. But, yeah. Uh, because you have a, you know – two major pillar violation of the First Amendment. Yes. Not just speech, but religion. Yes. Uh, And this is in a federal facility Mm -hmm. paid for with taxpayer money. Yep. So I think that they really fucked up bad here. So we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, just another time where Catholic high school students, just like back in... uh, Uh, Covington, the Covington school, yeah. You know? Border crisis. Border crisis continues. You've heard it. Many times, and it's going to keep being an issue. But, two interesting stories here. First, 
Guess who they arrested at the border? Who? A terrorist. Oh! An Iranian terrorist illegally crossed. Uh, he is on the FBI's terror watch list. And uh, this guy was being smuggled in by the uh, cartels. And, you know, this is just another example of what we've been warning about. I mean, you know, how many, how many real bad guys have crossed over illegally because the border is completely out of control? I don't... I honestly am shocked that no serious attack has happened from someone who has crossed the border. Yeah, true. I but that doesn't mean that they're they're not planning as we speak. Oh, of course, of you course. Know? I'm just Remember, saying they play the long game. Sometimes this could be 18 months or more before they, you know, want to plot something. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm just saying I'm shocked nothing has yeah, happened so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a uh, kind of like Sicario 2 with the Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now there's been cases where cartel violence has of course slipped across the border. Yeah. Uh, we had those executions in California. I mean, you know, Texas deals with it a lot, but I'm just talking about, you know, actual terrorist attack. We've been warning about this, and we'll see if anything actually occurs. But, you know, they're overwhelmed, and we don't know who's coming in. No. Um, you know, the number last month was a quarter million illegals detained. The number of known gotaways, I think, is equal to that, if not higher. Um, so this is millions of people coming in, and we can, there's just no way to be able to tell. And now also... Before the DHS was stopping two uh, big time uh, officials within the uh, Border Patrol from testifying in front of the House GOP, but now apparently that's going to go forward. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the thing is, they just show no interest in fixing the problem. Yeah. It's like, how long are we going to let this go on? I mean,. There, there's just no end in sight. No, there's none. There's not. And no one seems to be concerned that actually has the power to do anything. Yeah. They say they are, but they don't do anything. I'm like, but you have the power. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, fucking fix I, it. I mean, I'm not trying to defend her future or her current associations. But, you know, Michelle Malcolm was a big border hawk for years. Mm-hmm. For years. And, you know, I think she probably, you know, she's... You know, she got tired of both sides telling her that they're going to fix it. They didn't fix it, as as we've seen. Both Democrats and Republicans mm-hmm. aren't capable of doing anything about it, which is why she's drifted to these crazy people. So, yeah, I mean, maybe they don't want it to be. There's too many interests that want to keep illegals here. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. you know, there's, it's there's, part of the problem. No, there's no. I mean, it, the the this is a uniparty thing. You know, yeah. it's it's like yep. th- they don't want to. Um, you know, who said it? Um, the Koch brothers, you know, the Democrats want to go off the fiscal cliff at 90 miles an hour, but the Republicans want to go at 45 miles an hour. Well, with illegal immigration, the Democrats want, like, a flood of illegals, but the Republicans might just want, like, a steady stream, a trickle. Yeah. It's still yeah. bad. It's true. It's true. You know, maybe that, maybe that's it. Yeah. That well, – I'm starting – I mean, not to be a down – I mean, I know it's been not been very good news for a while, but um, – <laughs> I feel like that wall is never going to get fucking finished. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going right. To, I mean, it's never going to get finished. It's going to take uh, a sizable effort and a sizable majority uh, 
in you know we have to win obviously the presidency. Yeah. But we also need big enough majorities to be able yeah, to make it happen. Especially in the Senate. So. God damn you, Paul Ryan. He really. Paul Ryan was the one who said, "No, no, 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 don't go for the whole thing. I'll get you the votes for what was what was the, what the fuck was that thing?" Yeah. And Trump's no, like, "Yeah, sure, sure, sure." I'll Trump do it. was going to shut down the yeah. government because he wasn't going to sign the continuing resolution. Oh yeah. To because it, it, yeah. because it, he wanted to have the border wall funding yeah. and yeah. Paul Ryan said no 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 no, just sign it. I promise you, I'll get you the border and wall. Then he decides to leave. And then he just fucks us. Yeah, yeah. decides to leave. Yep. and does nothing for eight months. Yep. Um, Great. What else? Crime continues to be a problem. This time, a a clearly targeted assassination. A Republican New Jersey councilwoman, uh, Eunice Dwumfor, was shot dead Wednesday night near her home. Uh, I believe this was in Sayreville, New Jersey. Sayreville? Yeah. Um, wow. So clearly was targeted. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's going to be very interesting so to find out what happened. So this is the first political assassination of 2023? I, yeah, I would think so, yeah. Um, so Jesus. we'll keep an eye on that story. There's got to be something underneath that. Speaking of New Jersey, you know, there's been all these whales washing up on the uh, the shore. Have you seen that? Yeah, a lot of dead whales. You know why? Apparently. Yes, it's the, it's the uh, wind farm. Apparently it's the wind farms, yeah. It's yeah. eight miles offshore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now a bunch of New Jersey officials, including Republicans and Democrats, are writing to the Biden administration to say, yo, 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 you Save gotta, the whales. You got to stop this, these offshore wind farms until we figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. You know, I think it's something like 13 whales now over the yeah, last like six months. You would think they'll have like some type of sonar device at the, you know, in the structures to like kind of ward off the whales. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently, it's uh, it has something to do with the places they're putting them are in migratory lanes. <clears throat> no, it's guys? like where they live. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! So. Okay. <laughs> also, would just like to point out that wind wind farms basically do nothing to actually help the grid. No. Um. All right. Twenty twenty four presidential race heating up. Nikki Haley apparently is going to announce her run, as we talked about. Um, but you know. This is very interesting because we talked about this many times in the past few years. Take a listen to what Nikki Haley said back in 2021. He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump. So she said she wouldn't run if President Trump ran. Well, oh, well, well, President Trump's running. Yeah, well, I mean. So. When has ambition trumped anything in yeah, politics? She's, right? Yeah, she's. But also, a lot of people are saying that she's just doing this to try to position herself as a VP candidate, which I can see. Yeah. Um, But I think that, you know, having those comments made previously so clear cut. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't have much wiggle room there. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Lindsey Graham. Endorsing President Trump. Oh. To uh, for his 2024 campaign. Take a listen. We live in a dangerous world right now. The good news for the Republican Party, there are many, many talented people for years to come, but there is only one Donald Trump. And I say this sincerely. You can talk about his policies, but you could not do what he did. Oh, so he's he's back. I guess. Lindsey Graham 2.0. Temporarily, maybe. He's back. Who knows? All right, let's see. 
I was going to do a Ukraine rant, um, but don't have the time for that, unfortunately. I will just say that uh, things are not good over there because you have this narrative in the Western media. That we're winning? Uh, that we're winning. It's a stalemate right now, pretty much. Well, actually, the facts are that Ukraine is losing. Oh. They're losing cities. They're getting pretty, pretty fucked up and obliterated in many situations here. Now, I wouldn't say that the Russians are going to take Kiev, but the cities in which they said that the the Ukrainian defense was holding, not that's not true. Uh-oh. And now we're sending them tanks, we're sending them more weapons, billions, 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 more weapons, more weapons, more weapons. You have Germany and a bunch of European countries sending them weapons. You know, Germany's like, oh, well, we'll go to war if we have to. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, that didn't turn out too well last time. Just I'm so. like, that's great for, you know, trying to take the temperature down here. Um, and just my concern continues to be that they can keep antagonizing Russia, but they can't be surprised when Russia eventually does some crazy fucking shit. <laughs> and I think that's what this is leading towards. So um, we'll try to talk about more of that uh, coming soon. One thing we didn't get to talk about last week because I was very sick was the Steven Crowder thing that happened uh, the week before that. Now, I'm sure everyone's pretty much aware of what happened. Crowder ended his business relationship with The Blaze last year and now was looking for a new home for his show. Well... Crowder then did this huge thing about how he's warring with conservative Inc. And, you know, they're being unfair and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all these contract provisions are extremely unfair. And, you know, they're all in bed with the establishment and this and that. And so, you know, that piqued my interest. I was like, hmm, interesting. And when I saw the contract, I knew right away that it was Daily Wire. So then... Daily Wire releases the contract in full. Mm. And there's a few interesting things, okay? Um, I will I'll agree with Crowder that, I, you know, I think Daily Wire, you know, I have thoughts on them and, and their behavior and, you know, Ben Shapiro and all that. And, you know, we could talk about that another day. But the way that Crowder tried to martyr himself... I don't think was fair, mm. especially once we found out what was in the agreement, mm. because the agreement was for fifty million dollars. Oh, okay. Um, he tried to make it out as if these these penalties were unfair, when all he had to do was produce four shows a week, not even five shows a week, four shows a week. Mm. Okay, and if he missed an episode on the contract that they were paying him fifty million dollars for over $66,000 an episode okay he tried to make it out as if this was this like small peons agreement that he was going to get paid nothing I'm like dude they're willing to pay you 50 million dollars to have you talk okay people would kill for that opportunity so perhaps just a little bit of humility okay um and then you know he releases these voice recordings of conversations that should be private negotiations. I just don't like how he handled the whole situation. I don't like the whole private stuff either. I'm just saying, yeah. just speaking in generalities when people like you know release private texts or DMs and stuff or, or emails. I don't like that at all. 
Yeah, so I know we got a couple emails on it, and uh, some of our listeners very assuredly listened to his show. And I'm not saying he's bad or that I dislike him. I think that he did not expect Daily Wire to release the contract. And they called his bluff, and it kind of blew up his spot. And, you know, as somebody who does contracts for us, what they have in there was not all that unreasonable. Um, you know, if, if your $50 million talent misses a show, which by the way, he would have had flexibility to make up at any time, right? It's simply, you have to do a hundred something episodes in the full year and you're good, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it, he didn't even have to do them live. He could pre-record them, right? Yeah. Cause one of his thing was, well, what if I have to take time off or get sick or anything like that? And I'm like. Okay, well, you'll have the rest of the $50 million, but also, if you want to take a vacation, you could pre-record a full week of shows that was in the contract. Yeah. So, I just have an issue with the way he handled the situation, and clearly there was uh, some other issues because of the way he split from the Blaze, which, by the way, they gave him that YouTube channel, which they technically owned, right? Wow. We could talk more about this, but I, I know a few people emailed in, and we're curious of our thoughts on it. I feel like it was just, like, way overblown. Now, that being said, he does raise a point about certain companies being in bed with the establishment that I think is accurate. And those things, I think, should be exposed. But, you know, overall, uh, I think that was just a big clusterfuck. And honestly, I think that he could do just fine on his own. But he certainly tarnished i think any chance he has of signing with anybody because if he's willing to betray private confidences like that yeah. you know that's just something that in business i yeah. i don't like personally so um all right that being said uh next week we will try to get an episode out to you next week i apologize it's my fault um i have to take a business trip and I'm chock full of meetings. My schedule's very full. I'll be on the West Coast, so the timing is fucked up. But we will try to get one episode out to you, probably on Wednesday. But if it gets missed, I, I apologize in advance. I think there's a 78% probability that it's going to be missed. That's a good percentage. Yeah. That's a good percentage. And so I just wanted to give you a warning, but we will try. We will try our best. Um, so, But as usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and want to get it uncensored... Get access to Town Hall VIP. You get a ton of content there uh, from Matt, Katie, Spencer, Kurt, Larry. list goes on and on. So go to townhallvip.com. Use the promo code 2023. It's only on for a few more days. 2023, 2023, 50% off. A few more days to go. So, And I promise you, money back guarantee, you will love it. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members supporting us and the work that we do at Town Hall to expose the truth. Uh, we love you all. We love all of our listeners. We do this for you. Um, and if you'd like to email us, triggered at townhall.com. And we will see you soon, hopefully next week, for but another episode. Probably the week after. But hopefully next yeah. week. <laughs> we'll hold out some hope, okay? It's always good to have yeah. a little hope. Yeah, hope like we're going to you know, secure the border, hope. Well, <laughs> I'd say there's a better chance of this. Then then securing the border, that's for sure. So, all right, we will see you soon for another episode of Trigger. See ya.